Hey, welcome to the Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, Jake. It is unseasonably warm, but still unquestionably fall, so I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Detroit Lions just won a football game, which doesn't happen very often, so you got to savor that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch the Weird Al movie tonight, so things are going good. What a great day. Um, I, I'm i going to try to watch the Weird Al movie, but um, I don't know that I have the channel. You know? I, I saw Roku Dude. Presents. Yeah, so the Roku channel presents Weird Al, the movie. So I'm assuming there's a Roku channel. Yeah. There are also, um, you can't really get it anywhere else. Uh, thankfully, uh, Weird Al was nice enough to, let me find his exact tweet. Somebody asked him if there was some other way to get it. Uh, I wonder if it's been deleted by now. But he basically, mm. oh, yeah, he said Roku's working on it. In the meantime, there's VPN, very probably no way to watch it legally. <laughs> I'm sure you have a torrent of other questions, but I have to move along. Sorry. <laughs> That's great. I love when creators find a way to get their content to people. Like Jeff Probst invented the Paramount Mountain and thus Paramount Plus, including Snooky and other Paramount exclusive characters uh with that thomas i must ask you did you watch survivor 43 last night jake i sure did and what do you think of that um segue uh pretty good i would say uh very professional and uh and well constructed as always thank you as always thank you so much for saying that i just feel like except for when it isn't but you know well i mean nope nobody's perfect so nobody's perfect as they say uh this week's episode of survivor 43 was called bull in a china shop how do you feel about that episode title thomas i have fine yeah perfectly fine i'm it's one of those where i'm like i'm surprised that hasn't been used previously um, my uh, my <laughs> mm-hmm. my party this year was more of a China in a bull shop party and less of a bull in a China shop party. What's that mean? Uh, d- don't worry about it. Okay, I love that. Uh, Janine says she was blindsided by the last vote. Uh, Noelle commiserates with Janine about losing her closest ally, uh, and then Janine goes around giving everybody basically the same speech. And James says. The next vote is going to be crucial, and Janine says, then let me be an asset. What do you think of that line? Pretty interesting, but the only thing I really thought was, James says, have you seen my Sergio? I uh, I don't know what that means. It's like the, the Jane's Addiction song, Jane Says. You've heard that song, right? Uh, yeah, I've heard that song. Anyway, moving on. Um, Jane's Addiction... I don't, I don't. James addiction. James addiction. Fucking shit. That was so hard, Thomas. I'm so sorry. That was not good on my part. I was not being a supportive co-host. James addiction. That's great. Thanks. Um. So they uh, do some stuff. Uh, Owen is upset that they didn't say vodka strong. Gobble gobbler confirms that his idol has expired. 
you were curious about it last week. It has, in fact, expired. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Doesn't, I guess he doesn't have to tell people that, though. Exactly. You know? Well, I think probably everybody already knows, right? Did they tell them? I mean, did they, like, come out and announce it to everyone, or did they just tell him? I don't... Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that was common knowledge enough around Baca that I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had brought it up. So I, I think it's, I don't know. Maybe he'll use it as a fake later. Who cares? Um, then they get tree mail and it tells them that they're going to have to pair up. And everybody asks, acts like they're in a middle school dance. Um, Thomas, I just want to point out that I wrote down this note before Janine also mentioned middle school. So pretty astute observation, don't you think? Yeah, it's like having to pick lab partners. Yeah. Uh, they wuss out and they just decide to draw rocks. I, you know, boring. Boring decision-making from the Gaia tribe. Did you see, catch that? They're called the Gaia tribe now. Ah, oh, the Gaia tribe. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about them drawing rocks? Cool or not cool? That's what I would do also. Mm-mm. I would force everybody to pick their favorite person. That's interesting. It's not interesting to watch people. I mean, draw it rocks. is, but I mean, from the perspective of the players, probably not a great idea. I don't care about the players. I want to yeah, be entertained. <laughs> so then we get to this immunity challenge. They have to crawl through a net, build a bridge, and then hold a bucket of their uh, 25% of their pregame weight. Uh, Noel takes off her leg while crawling through the net. Gobble gobbler trips over his own feet again. I mean, you know, wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a uh, challenge if gobble gobbler didn't trip. Janine, yeah, Kanan Gable uh, is very uh, clumsy, but also very strong. That's so. right, very clumsy, very strong. Uh, Janine and Noel can't make it through the nets in time, so their teams are eliminated. Uh, and then Jeff is so proud of all of them for having empathy in this million dollar game. Shut up, Jeff. Yeah. It's so funny for him to make a big point out of it when it was literally just people being like, not like physically assaulting their partner for getting stuck in it. Like it was a hard challenge. I think everybody understood that it's, this happens all the time on survivor. Yeah. Uh, during stage two, Dwight and Cody kill it, and Jeff calls out uh, that there's six men and two women in this challenge. Why, Jeff? It's unnecessary. He just wants. He just wants to. Let, you gotta let him know. He just wants to put everyone on notice. Look men at all these men. Women. Yeah, cool. Okay. Male chauvinist Jeff Probst. <laughs> uh, Gobble Gobbler and Owen make it to the finish line next. And Dwight is the first one out. Oh, of the last stage. Okay. You know, sometimes these notes aren't, you know, the most well put together. And I'm sorry for that. Yeah, whoever does this for you, you got to talk to them about that. You know, there's not there's not much I can do. I don't nobody's paying for our Instagrams or our Patreons even. Yeah, come on. 
I think that we have pretty reasonable prices. Yes. The, you know, the quality of work, you know, so people think that because something is less expensive, it's a better deal. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you're getting something really cheap. Yeah. You know, they say you get what you pay for. And, the, and uh, I think that if you want a quality, long lasting premium podcast, you got to be willing to pay a little money up front for it. Ten dollars a month. Every month. Ten dollars a month is our cheapest plan. I And people act like it's not affordable. And then we have shows. Which one is $10 a month? Um, for only $10 a month, you're allowed to give DYWSLN a four-star review. Yeah, okay. I was talking more about our actual content, which is much more expensive than that. But like I said, you get what you pay for. Yeah. And it's a long-lasting quality, uh, provided that you are willing to pay uh, a minimum of, what, $10,000 a month? An easy $10,000 a month. And we know you make that. We've seen your bank account. You know, that's, you just cut back. You have a f- couple fewer, you know, you maybe two less Starbucks trips a month. Yeah. And uh, you could be listening to Just Joey. Yeah. You could maybe cancel your Twitter Blue subscription and l- listen to Just Joey instead. It's basically the same amount of dollars. Yeah, they're, they're basically the same price, if you think about it. How many people do you so think... You're financing together, take out a loan, <laughs> and uh, give it to us. I don't see why not. Why don't the banks pay us? Why don't the banks pay us? Well, and it's also, like, so much comes out of that in taxes at the end of it that it's like, we're basically not getting any of it. Yeah. So, you know, we're just talking about margins here. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, you can go to justpodcast.com. Or patreon.com slash just podcasts is even a better option for a URL there. If you go to justpodcasts.com, you get by domains. Hmm. Well, you know. I mean, we, if we wanted to pay for that, we could do that. You know what? If you give us 10, if you subscribe to one of our podcasts, we will buy the just podcast domain. That's, that's, that's a guarantee. our promise to you. That is a guarantee. We will absolutely do that. But in the meantime, we will continue to bring you free content for all these cheap skates. Um, and it'll be about Survivor and nothing else, because this is the only Survivor podcast. Yeah, the, we, we, we're talking about listeners, not fans, because fans are people that support you. Yeah. Uh, Dwight is the first one out of the last part of the challenge. Uh, and then Jeff asks everyone for their inspiration. And then Owen falls out. And Gobble Gobbler says a lot of heroes served in our military. Okay. A lot of villains, too, you know? Heroes versus villains. That's right, yeah. If you ever th- Not a lot to talk about all the villains mm-hmm. in the uh, the military. I think you gotta uh, hear both sides. And here's the other thing about the military. They also hit healers and also hustlers. You ever yeah, hear about not them? not hearing enough about the hustlers that are in the military. <laughs> the few, the proud, the hustlers. Are there, any, are there any coconut salesmen? Not enough coconut salesmen in the military, if you ask me. All of our no-collar military. <laughs> um, Gobble Gobbler wins this challenge. Were you excited to see your old man gobbles gobble it up? Uh, you know, I mean, I don't have any inve- like stake in him winning anymore. So I was kind of rooting for Cody here, but mm. it was fine. I'm always rooting for Cody, you know? Cool dude. Uh, when Jeff puts, this was my favorite part of the challenge. When Jeff puts the necklace on Gables, uh, he says, getting it done at 51, and Jeff doesn't respond. He's <laughs> <laughs> just dead silent. He's like, that's not your thing. Don't try to make that your thing. <laughs> that's somebody else's thing. I'm not thing. going to encourage this. 
Uh, uh, back on the beach, Gabler talks about himself and says that the troops are the 1%. This was a weird take from Gabler. This, yeah, I think that they just wanted to have... It was a weird pivot because it was him being like, I respect the troops. And also, in a way, I am a troop because I am a heart surgeon Except <laughs> and I also have PTSD. And it's like, why did they need to go this route for it? Why couldn't they have just been like, they could have done the same video package and just had him be like, it almost seems like production was like, talk about the troops so that we can make this package yeah. during your challenge. The real, like, the uh, real hustlers are the producers on Survivor trying to get uh, footage of people talking about yeah, the troops. Trying Trying to wring as many tears out of the audience as possible. It's um, not necessary. It, oh, my God. It was so infuriating. It doesn't improve the game. It's like, not interesting. It's not fun to watch. Nobody likes that. No. I couldn't stand when he was um, like, this next minute goes out to Bill Carby, who I did heart surgery on uh, because of Iraq. This next one goes out to... Elise Stoneharvin, who also died in Iraq, and I did heart surgery on her body. Like, yeah, we, like if it's meaningful to you, whatever. But like, I, I just, it just feels kind of like it was prompted, and like, I, I don't think they need to have these, these, you know, sort of like, what's the worst thing that's happened to you in your life? Yeah, video packages for everybody because I think that they do a pretty good job of like having us get to know them and i don't think we need that for everybody i think we can view them on the terms of what they do on the actual show yeah. i think that's not that crazy to want if it comes up naturally and they're like you know talking about themselves and like how a real situation from their real life helps them make the decision in whatever scenario they're faced with but if you're just like I knew a lot of people I did heart surgery on, and I remembered all of their names. Look at my brain. That's not interesting. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty clearly trying to manufacture as many yeah. of those moments as possible, which is like I don't. I think that's manipulative, and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, everybody goes into the water to clean themselves off, and they decide to take out either Ryan or James. And then there's a bottle in the well that tells them that there's an advantage under the shelter. James assures them that they will not go looking for this advantage until after the tribal council. But then he goes anyway and finds it. Yeah, it's the right move. Yeah, I can't fault Classic him. chess. Um, then everybody spreads the rumor and targets James. James' addiction. James is addicted to playing Survivor. Yeah, what was the advantage that he got again? The knowledge is power? Yeah, he got knowledge is power again. They were like, no. Yeah, I was like, James says, have you seen my knowledge is power? What's that? Yo. What is that? You know, it's like the song James Says by James Addiction. Oh, James Addiction, the, the, the song. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the band is James Addiction and the song is James Says. <laughs> The band is James Addiction, and the band and the song is also James Addiction. What are you not understanding about this? Uh, Jesse wants to target Noel. What do you What do you feel about about this? Um, I don't know. You know, I think she's kind of a threat. I get it. Yeah. Cody wants to take out wife. Uh, and Jesse says a good line. He says, you don't want to strip people of their agency. You know? 
Pretty good line from yeah. man Jesse. It's a good way to build trust is to not like bulldoze everyone else's plans and try and because you know like you know when you do the Boston Rob thing where you just try and browbeat everybody into doing what you want makes enemies that way whereas if you kind of pick your spots mm-hmm. it's a little smarter yeah uh, so James gets the knowledge of his power advantage and he goes around telling Cody and Carla and Ryan who's Ryan you know who Ryan is what is do you not know who Ryan is no, when I see Ryan in my notes, I think back to Heroes versus Healers versus Horror Birds. Who's Ryan? Uh, Ryan's the big jack guy who uh, has um, cerebral palsy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what I thought his name was. Yeah, Ryan, obviously. Uh, Cody then gives his idol to Jesse. Janine hands hers to wife, and Noel gives her advantage to Owen. And here's. Here's something that was brought up in our Survivor DMs on Twitter. What if Janine, or Dwight doesn't have Janine's idol, and Dwight gave it to his husband, Jesse? Did you, did you see this going around? This theory going around? I did. Um, I think it's a good, I think it's, it's a, it's, it makes a lot of sense, and I would be very happy to see that. Yeah, I think it would be cool. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Sammy didn't really have too many scenes this week, which is fine, um, because Sammy Zayn also didn't go to the show in WWE because it was in Saudi Arabia, and, you know, he's not allowed. Um, So this is a segment called Sammy, Don't Call Him Zayn. Oh, shit, I just punched my microphone. They did a, they did the show in Saudi Arabia, right, this weekend. Uh, and in the pre-show press conference, the crowd was chanting, We want Sammy. And Rowan uh, took the stage and grabbed a microphone and said, uh, The way y'all have been acting tonight, you don't deserve Sammy. And everyone's like, Whoa! You know, wrestling. Um, then on SmackDown, Jay told Sammy that the Usos were tag team champions before him and they'll be tag team champions after him. Because, you know, the Usos, they're closing in on the New Day's record for longest reigning tag team champs. And Jay told Sammy, this isn't a bloodline thing. This is an Usos thing. Right? You know? It's, they're, 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 sure. They're showing the split. It's happening. Survivor, you know, you always talk about the cracks in the alliance. Pretty big crack here. <laughs> I saw your pretty big crack. I, I agree. It's a pretty big crack. <laughs> um, so like the butt crack that you talk and eat out of. Yeah, that's me. I'm Ace Ventura. Uh, the Usos. You have Ace Ventura's disease. I have Ace Ventura's disease. That's correct. The Usos. Every time that you eat something, you go, do not go in there. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the food going up into my stomach. Uh, it's very funny because then I know I'm going to poop out my mouth and it's it hurts. It's not fun. Yeah, well, it's not thank supposed you to work like that. Uh, you know, uh, donate today to cure Ace Ventura disease. Uh, the Usos then have a segment with the New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, and they all got into a scuffle, you know, wrestling. And then guess who came out to help the Usos? Who's that? Solo Sokoa and Sammy Uso. Oh, Sammy Uso is out there. Sammy Uso is out there helping the other Usos. The honorary Oos himself. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, good stuff. Um, I'm sure some stuff happened in Saudi Arabia. I wasn't watching it. But Logan Paul was there. Logan apparently. Paul was there. I, apparently he broke a bunch of bones or something. I don't know. Uh, his own or pulled muscles. I don't fucking know. I didn't watch it. Uh, at Trouble Council, Carla talks about how different stages of the challenge are like different stages of the game. We didn't talk about this challenge enough. This is a really good challenge. I agree. I thought the uh, first one seemed pretty grueling. Uh, it was really disgusting. Mm-hmm. When people were caught up in those nets and it seemed like it was really hard to get out. So, like, I think that was one of the reasons everybody was pretty chill about losing. It was like, this is this is a tough one. Yeah, um, yeah I liked the different stages. I liked the being eliminated throughout. Um, it wasn't a puzzle at the end of it. Overall, good job. Good job, Jeff. Uh, what if the bucket thing was like, if it was WWE that was doing this, that bucket would be full of... 25% of your body weight full of human waste, <laughs> and then it would fall on you. Yeah, that'd be fucking funny. Also, what if they got slimed? What if they got slimed? Oh my god. Survivor on Nickelodeon. Now there's an yeah, idea. Nickelodeon broadcast a Survivor. Thomas, what about this? Nickelodeon is technically uh, Paramount, yeah, is it not? They, you can watch a Paramount Plus with Nickelodeon. Whatever. Um, um, you gave me a great idea, and it is this. Nickelodeon Survivor, and we do a simulated season of just characters from Nickelodeon playing Survivor. Yeah, I like that. Rugrats, the Wild Thornberries, Keenan and Kel. Drake and Josh. Well, maybe not Drake, but Josh for sure. Josh is in the mix. (laughs) iCarly. Victorious. Yeah, that's who I was just thinking of. Um, Zoe 101. um, Amanda Bynes. Or is she canceled or are we just worried about her? I think both of those shows, it is more worried about than anything else. Cause like Jamie Lynn Spears also. Oh yeah. She's, she hasn't been doing great either. Oh, wasn't Ariana Grande on Nickelodeon too? Yeah. She was on, um, was she on iCarly or was she on Victoria? I think she was on, I think Victorious. She was on Victorious, but then they had a spinoff with her and the other girl from iCarly, Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette McCurdy. uh, Andre Drummond's ex-girlfriend. They went on like one date. Uh, It was more than that, actually, because he did um, propose a relationship on one knee to her at a a public place. Yeah, that's maybe not the way to go. (laughs) He's so fucking corny. I wonder if there's probably part. I I wonder if there's a thing about that in that book that she wrote that just came out. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I I do really want to read that book. It's apparently very good. Um, So, you know, in the future, we'll do a simulated season of Nickelodeon characters. SpongeBob. How did we forget SpongeBob and the Angry Beavers? Sponge SpongeBob will be on there. Cat Dog. Oh, my God. The All Real Monsters. Oh, my God. Thomas. Uh, all the Rocket Power Gang. Thomas. Cat Dog. But they're two players. Cat is one player and Dog is the other player. You know? The Moth of Morgan gets voted out. Uh-oh. You know? Pretty bad news. Yeah, that's... It's a new twist. They've never had a player like this before. Yeah. Um... Where were we? Jeff asks Cody for a surfing analogy, uh, and then he says it's kind of like Jaws. I wasn't following this at all. Jeff was way too pleased with himself for this, and no one else was into it. Uh, James Addiction says a lot of people have played advantages wrong. 
Uh, and then they do the scale again, and everybody feels very confident about their vote. Okay. You know, what can you do? I, I, it, uh, tribal council is boring. <laughs> yeah, this was not the most interesting tribal council. Uh, James gets two votes, Dwight gets six votes, and Ryan gets three votes. So Dwight is gone. Very sad to hear that. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah. They're trying to get all the all the black men off the show. Everyone is interesting how that's gone this season. Um, who was was there another black man that was illuminated? Well, no, I'm saying they got they got both uh, black women off of the show. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then now. Yeah. Um, well, you hadn't said anything in a couple weeks, so I figured it was I should step in and, and continue updating on that. Because it's one of those things where, like, individually, you're like, yeah, the move makes sense. And then you, you zoom out a little bit and you're like, OK, this is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know, like, that it always comes up every season. Uh, basically, it's like, yeah, nobody always paying too much attention to this. Um, yeah. So last week you had 25 points. I had 22 points. Uh, James Addiction survived, so you got a point for that. Carla survived, so I got a point for that. Um, and Thomas, you said you had no stake in the Gobbler winning immunity, but did you know you actually predicted that he would win? Oh, well, that's good. He, I do like that did. then. So you finished this week out with 27 points. I got 23. Um, feeling 23... Is that the song? You've got the oh, wait, no. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes you when you're 23. I don't know about me, but I'm feeling 23. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, you are, you are, uh, you are, uh, uh, well, what the fuck is the, the chorus for that, um, that stupid Miley Cyrus 23 song? Oh, yeah. What was that song? Where she was, got your, you've got your J's on. Yeah. You got your J's 23 on. Miley Cyrus, uh, 23 miles to kilometer. No, thank you. Mike will, Mike, Mike will, will made made it. It. I believe it's got uh whisk. Is it whisk Khalifa and juicy J whisk Khalifa, yeah. juicy J Miley I'm Cyrus. I'm in the club. High on perp with some shades on tatted up mini skirt with my J's on. That's what you are right <laughs> That's now. That's me. Yeah. That's a perfect impression of me. Uh, 23 of course refers to Michael Jordan's Jersey number. And this song is all about his signature shoe brand Jordan's Mike will finally dropped off his highly. <laughs> uh, hmm. Mike will finally dropped off his highly lead, highly anticipated lead single off his interscope debut. Cool. So that's how many points I have. Sorry. I burped. What will the reward be at the next reward challenge, Thomas Powell? Oh, um, did they not have a reward? They did not have a reward this time. Crazy. Um, I'm going to say pizza. Hmm. I'm going to say ribs. Okay. Who's going to win the reward or be taken on the reward by the winner? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say Janine. Okay. I will say Carla. Um, okay. Carla was my next choice. So yeah. I, I was just thinking, like, who has a good relationship with everyone? I feel like Carla is that person. It's true. Um, who will win immunity? 
going to say Cody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Carla. Okay. Carla sweeps all of the... Uh, uh, yeah. All the rewards. Uh, who's getting voted out? going to say Gabler gets voted out this time. I was thinking the same thing, um, but I'm actually going to go with Carla. General Gabler is going to be gone. Hmm. Um, well, because you just picked Carla again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like whatever. So Carla is going to win reward and immunity and get voted yeah, off. Yeah, she's going to do an Eric Reichenbach and give up immunity uh, <laughs> and then get voted out. <laughs> That would be so funny to win every challenge and get voted off. <laughs> it's like, I've had enough, guys. Okay, so uh, oh, that was a stupid. That was a stupid move on my part. I'm four points behind and you, you can't win that many points in a week. So, okay. Anyway, um, Thomas, follow up question to the uh, question I just asked you, which was, did you watch Survivor last night? Did you watch the challenge? Ride or dies last night. I ride or did not. Okay. Well, um, Colleen was very charmed by Fessel telling her that she was wifel, wife, wifel, wifey material. <laughs> She's the wifel tower. <laughs> wifel tower, something else. Uh, they had to uh, at the challenge. They had to hang off a building and grab a flag. Nelson and Narice won. It was Nelson's first win in 54 challenges. So, how about that? Um, Pretty cool. Nelson tells us that he didn't want to win because with power comes great responsibility, and I'm not very responsible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh that being said, he did still uh, successfully throw in two all-rookie teams into the elimination, and the team of Tommy and Annalise lost. Are you sad to see your namesake go? It's a real bummer, but you know, what can you do? You can listen to music in a segment called The Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Well, 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 Thomas Powell. Um, sorry I said that. I don't know why I did. We had a song called Flexification by Logic. You know Logic? Yeah, he's fucking lame. <laughs> the bad musician I don't like. Well, um, you're actually canceled for saying that because he did make a song that was the Suicide Hotline. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. You're, I'm, you're pro suicide, uh, <laughs> and that's uncool. Uh, we had X's and O's by L King. You know that song? Uh, no, I don't. You probably would if you heard it. Uh, it was very popular. You know like what? There is actually ago. a pro-suicide rap song. It's called "1-800-Suicide" by Gravediggers, and I think it would be funny if mm. uh, you think it would be funny. Logic made his song in response to that. Yeah. Uh, what about "Love Shack" by the V52s? You know that one? I do know that one. During this, very familiar with that song. During, oh, are you? Uh, during this song, they did a montage of "Hurry Up and Bring Your Johnny Bananas." During the song, they just did a whole montage of everybody hooking up. It was very fun. The challenge is good. Um, it's really Bounce Back, which is the next song. Bounce Back by Big Sean. You know that one? 
Uh, yes, I, I I know who Big Sean is. I am not familiar with that song, though. Uh, there was a Steve Aoki song featuring Fall Out Boy. Didn't catch the title, but it's one. God, this is fucking dire. I mean, Love Shack, perfectly Great fun song. thing to have. But um, What about Hey Brother by Avicii? This is the most, like, dance track. This transitioned very quickly into, like, bad EDM music. Are you anti-Avicii, Thomas? Yes, I'm. I'm uh, sorry. I'm also being disrespectful to someone who is dead. Yeah. So I apologize. Well, maybe you can redeem yourself with this next one. It is Rough Riders Anthem by DMX. How do you feel there? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Classic. Uh, released May fifth, nineteen ninety eight. How Thomas? How Thomas would you have been old wise? How Thomas was? How I Thomas May 5th, were you? In Probably 19- about six years. <laughs> I would have been seven years. Six Thomases. I would have been seven Jakes. Uh, this was the third single off of his debut album. It's dark and hot. Nope, it's Dark and Hell is Hot uh, is the name of the Great album. album title. Yes, uh, it was produced by Swizz Beats. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't, He, but I guess that makes sense. He was introduced to DMX by his uncles Darren and Joaquin Dean of the Rough Riders label. Uh, DMX originally did not want to use this beat because it sounded too rock and roll, but was eventually convinced by the Rough Riders. It originally peaked, where do you think, Thomas? Number one. Uh, no, in fact, number 93. Crazy. <laughs> Initially when it first came out. But then when DMX died last year, it shot up the charts again to number 16. It's a fucking great song. I listened to it constantly this weekend after watching that episode. Oh, it's awesome. It's such a good song. So that's, um, that's everything we're doing with the, um, with the challenge this week. It is time for... Probes Bros. Everyone's favorite segment, including mine. This one's called Jungle Gym. Can you please give me an adjective? Ooh, and this one's short too, Thomas. You love to hear it. Okay, hot. Hmm. Like hell. Yes. Oh, do you want to hear a really funny joke uh, I made to Ariel today? Okay. So there's this street here in Chicago, Illinois, called Long. Um, and... Uh, Ariel said, yeah, it's the long, <laughs> she said, yeah, it's a very long street because <laughs> we were on the north side, but we were talking about something that happened down on the south side. Uh, and I was like, oh, is this the same street? She goes, yeah, it's a very long street. And I said, oh, do you know what the shortest street in Chicago is? And she goes, no, what is it? She said, it's called short street. And then you know what she did? <laughs> <laughs> like Jeff Probst when Gabler said he was 51 getting it done he it's did not respond she just gave me nothing for that I got nothing so how good. good is that joke that's so good you you set her up perfectly <laughs> and then I was like that's weird like I think when we drove back into Chicago like, it smells weird it smells like like up dog and then you know what she did <laughs> nothing she again didn't respond uh, can I get a noun uh, up dog. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> What's what? Up dog. Uh, could I get a plural noun? Um, Jaws. Mm-hmm. The DVD of the movie. Uh, number? Thomas, there's only two funny numbers, remember? Maybe three. 23. Yeah, that's it. And a verb. Uh, jump. And an adverb? 
jump lee that is not mm-hmm. a word. nope it's too late now you already but, said it uh swiftly i will say swiftly mm, we actually need in the manner of taylor Swift. no we need two adjectives now okay um dark and tasty mm. a verb tackle Ooh, my man's got uh football on the brain noun and this is the last one so make it good survivor <laughs> good very good uh okay here we go let me get a swig of liquid in my mouth I also took a nice swig I of Diet Verner's. Love a swig. Because I love Michigan. It's a Michigan thing you wouldn't understand. What is that? It's a Michigan thing you wouldn't understand. Mm, mm-hmm. um, did you see Ken's tweet this week that was like, oh, yeah, I'm Michigan sober. Only had five beers tonight. Good stuff. Shout out, Ken. Uh, some survivor challenges can be a real workout. This is one for the short bodybuilders. We call them short kings now, actually, Jeff. An uncomfortable wooden... Manlets. They're called manlets. An uncomfortable wooden updog is laid across your back <laughs> and the backs of two of your teammates. It's uncomfortable because you, can, you know you can't ask what it is. <laughs> uh... Uh, an uncomfortable wooden updog is laid across your back and the backs of two of your teammates and three jaws from the rival tribe. Hmm. That sounds awful. Uh, the team will take turns putting 23-pound weights on each side of the pole. Jump your strategy jumply. <laughs> Do you want to weigh down the strong or the dark first? Oh, what the fuck, jump, Thomas? Jump the strategy, jump trippingly on the dog. Thomas, that's a very fucked up thing to say. No, can you repeat that, please? Oh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to read this sentence again. Do you want to weigh down the strong or the dark first? Oh, yeah. Do, I didn't do, mean it to. Do you want to try a different word there? Yeah, let's say, um, let's say strongest yeah there we go let's restart from the beginning you know context is everything this is all your fault for bringing up dmx's album <laughs> don't see how that's true uh some well you know because it's dark and hell is hot mm, i used mm. the adjectives dark and hot yeah okay uh sur- some survivor challenges can be a real workout this one is the short bodybuilders and uncomfortable wooden up dog is laid across your back and the backs of two of your teammates three jaws from the rival crime uh, the team will take turns putting 23 pound weights on each side of the pole. Jump your strategy jumply. Do you want to weigh down the strong or the strongest first? Oh, that's good. Good good use of words there, Thomas. Got it in one. Or maybe you plan to distribute the weights evenly to make it tasty for the whole team. Hmm. <laughs> These are edible weights. They're big hamburgers. <laughs> Hold on to that pole. If you tackle it, the game is over. The goal is to be the last survivor with a man or woman standing. Only the strong survive. They really love the word strong in this one. I feel like strong at the end of that probably should have been an adjective of my choice. Yes, agreed. In fact... Like, only only the smelly survive. That'd be funny. Like, only the dumb survive. Only the dark survive. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom, not Tom. I, uh, I am, uh, I'm, st- I'm, I'm still out there. They can't run me off. Yeah. Elon Musk is the king now, and we are all the peasants for him suckling at the teat of his tweet. You can follow the show at DYWSLN, suckling at the teat of the tweet of Elon Musk. Also, uh, or on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. Or on Patreon at patreon.com slash justpodcast, where you can send us money for content. So getting it for free here. What's the show you want to shout out this week, Thomas? Uh, I mean, we already shouted out just Joey, and we already shouted out just Justin. Mm-hmm. So, uh... There's been a lot of football happening, I would mm. say. Maybe, uh, what's the name of the football one? That would be. Like, did you watch sports last night or something like be, that? Or that last did week? Did you watch football last week? Okay. Did you watch football last week? How, Jake, how much that, will that cost the listener? A simple per month. $30,000 a month. And just think, if you were able to afford that how much money you must make and you should feel good about that and give us some of that money you know <laughs> yeah don't you feel bad having all that money yeah. wouldn't you like to unburden yourself yeah, that would be really nice for you and for us because then we can afford better microphones and a, a better sound stage where we do this on uh we do rent out a sound stage every sunday to record this it's I don't true know if anybody's ever talked about that but it is what we do it's uh halfway between us it's in michigan city indiana yeah, you've been scouting out venues for us to That's record right. these podcasts in of late. So. My fiance and I went out to a barn in, in western Illinois today to find a podcasting venue for us. Very promising studios. We did tell us we did drive past a very small airport for very small baby airplanes. So you could just take one of those to and from Grand Rapids every week. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I can get in my baby airplane. Are you saying? Are you saying? As we pass it, because we also passed O'Hare to get out there, uh, she was like, oh, these are the baby trains where they learn to fly. <laughs> and then once they're old enough and big enough, they get to go to O'Hare. The name of that airport is O'Hare. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Um, so we want to thank the listeners here, of course, not the fans, because Thomas doesn't think we have any fans for some reason. They're not until they prove it with the, the uh, almighty American dollar. They are listeners. You can do a lot with four almighty American dollars. Uh, of course, not subscribe to any of our podcasts, but that's okay. Um, oh, Thomas, what did you want the boilerplate review to be? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt. But if I could leave a review there, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. And that's it. That's really all you have to write to make us happy. And wouldn't you be happy to hear us be happy for once in seven years? We'd be happy on this podcast. Yeah. Wouldn't you like us to be happy like with be the happy? reviews and money that you should be giving should us, us in the way that we want it and not in the way that we don't want yeah, it? You should give us money. Even if you want to just like PayPal us, if you don't want to the content, there's this podcast I listen to. That's like, if you want to subscribe on Patreon, you can do that. Uh, or if Patreon's not your thing, you can make a one-time donation. And then he just gives out his personal PayPal. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm good. I would just request money yeah. from it constantly. <laughs> um, okay, well, have a great summer, I suppose. Deuces.
live in a society, let me tell you. Joker was right. You better believe it. Um, if you had to cast... That's Joker's trick. Um, let's do a Batman movie of all survivors. Who's Batman? Who is Batman? Probably like Ozzy, right? Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Um, and who is Joker? Joker is probably... Um, who is the guy that uh, said that his grandma died? Jonathan Fairplay, yes, of course. Yeah, Johnny Fairplay is definitely the Joker. I was going to say Russell, but jo- I think Johnny Fairplay fits that much more. Yeah, Russell... Who would Russell be? Russell. Who's the Riddler in, in this scenario? The Riddler... Not Russell. Russell the Riddler, no. Um, It'd be like Fishbach. Fishbach wasn't like a bad guy, though. No, but this, he'd like something would happen to him and he would oh, use yeah. his power of survivor trivia to drop riddles to people. Oh, no, you know who the Riddler, Riddler would be? Would be fucking Christian Hubicki. Who's that? The big nerdy guy from David vs. Goliath that you hated. And he knew all uh, the kind of. I don't know that I remember this guy that well. Oh, you gotta look him up. You'll definitely remember him. Then you know these things, these seasons all start to run together at a certain point. Yeah, he was friends with um, Gabby. Okay. Let me let me go back. I'll I'll um, see this season. Commissioner Gordon. Jeff, it's Jeff. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know it's Jeff. <laughs> what about Two Face? Uh, is uh, is I Kelly two- uh, Kelly Wigglesworth? Kelly Wigglesworth. Because she's a snake, right? Oh, good call. Good call. Is there... Okay. She's Two-Face. Two-Face, yeah. Um, I was going to say Two-Face was, was Russell. Um, Two-Face could be also, could also be Russell. Russell is... Uh, I, Killer Croc. I don't know. <laughs> Who's Mr. Freeze? Who is Mr. Freeze? That's a great question. Mr. Freeze. Oh, you know who Mr. Freeze is? Uh, I don't think you've seen the season yet, but there's somebody named Frosty. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, I believe he was oh, on Oh, yeah, Survivor I kind China. of remember this guy. Christian Hubicki? Yeah, I have kind of remember him. He's a robotic scientist. Um, yeah, Frosty from Survivor China. We'll get to Survivor China shortly. Um, and who's Cat Power? Who's who's Cat Power? Yeah, who's Cat Power in Batman: The Survivor? That's uh, Chan Marshall, obviously. That's right. Let's get Chan Marshall on Survivor. That would be fun. Yeah, I kind of remember. Wasn't didn't he have like an alliance with uh, with uh, Johnny Mundo with John Morrison? Oh yeah, who would John Morrison be? Robin. John Morrison is also Batman. There's a second Batman, and it's John Morrison. Two Batmans for the price of one. That'd be good. Um, and also the Miz is there playing himself. Yes, yeah, and the Miz as the Miz. <laughs> Smarten up, probes. <laughs> <laughs>